Hey, Nicole. Nicole, are you there? Yes. Awesome. Oh, you came through. You're clear. That's excellent. excellent. Great. Yes, yes. So, guys, I have Nicole with me on the line, and we've got a number of things to talk about. You, um, you, media dynamo. I mean, you're involved in all these different types of, of media projects, but with World CP Day coming up on Sunday, you've got a pretty cool little project that you've been working on, Go Green for CP. So we jump right in with that and we'll just talk about that and, and some other things that you're into. How's that sound? Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to meet you finally. I, I know we've gone back and forth a little bit on Instagram, but, and, uh, and we've often DM, but yeah, this is uh, actually our first real conversation. So that's pretty cool. or not but it just so happened that it coincided yes 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 no and you know like we talked a few months ago and we were just kind of like and, and this is what's neat with social media right is you actually can connect with people you can find similar interests you can find things that that you know you're you're really passionate about and that you get behind and you see what others are into and and it just kind of builds from there doesn't it yes Yes, and I was actually listening to, I think it was your podcast from last week, when you talked with Kelly from Scotland, and Mm -hmm. you guys were talking about how she leaves a personal message to people when they follow her, and that some people thought it was creepy, and I was sitting there thinking, well, that's what I appreciated about you, Daryl, because nobody does that these days. And you just made my day when you left me the first message. Now, first, I was like, okay, wait a minute. There's a guy. I'm speaking as a woman who, you know, there's there's a guy yeah. who's sending me, you know, nobody sends, like, voice messages like, uh-oh, what is this going to be? And you just left me the nicest messages, and I thought, wow, that is really cool. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, and, you know, you, you bring up something that is it, like the elephant in the room, right? Like, there's there are those those creepy and at first you you have to be like geez what is this all about but and like so i i anticipate like because my whole thing is you know if, if we can make the social media more social and make it an actual conversation back and forth then it you know you you can build you you can build friendships you can build partnerships with the conversation but i do realize a lot of times you know if you're getting a message a lot of times people see that and they'll be like yeah i'm, I'm not sure about this <laughs> and and they probably had the same response that you did like why do i why do i have a guy messaging me but you know it, it's kind of i it's a way to make connections but honestly it's a weed out tactic too because you know the, the people that are weirded out by it or they're kind of like yeah not really my thing I, we get them out of the way early right, on. So right. Yep. Yep. Good point. <laughs> yes. 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 How did you? And and I mean, we can. We'll certainly talk about World CP Day. As far as you being uh, very outspoken about CP in general, and surgery is is something that you're very passionate about. 
where did, how did you really get from, okay, you know, this is, this is my life. This is what I do to, I really want to spread awareness around this. It really happened by accident. Actually today is the seven year, seven year anniversary of the day when I got the phone call from Dr. Park's office in St. Louis saying that I was a candidate for selective dorsal rhizotomy. So that's mm. how it all started because I, you know, got on social media to connect with people before that, but I started connecting with people who have cerebral palsy and I'm 46. And throughout my right. life, I didn't know anybody with CP. I didn't have friends who could relate to, you know, what I, you know, the same disability. So, you know how social media is. That's how you and I met. I would never meet you otherwise. And that's what I love about it. So I started connecting with all these people and many of them are advocates as well, you know, in their own way. And once I learned about this surgery, which I never heard about in, you know, 40 years and had I heard about it sooner, I could have had the opportunity to have the surgery sooner. That's when everything went into high gear because I said, wait a second, I'm a type of person where I don't like injustice. I don't like when something and when there's information that's not given out to people or it's something just not widely known when it, it, I'm all about just providing information. What people want to do with it is up to them, but they have a right to know about things. So that's how it started because I said, well, you know, I, I need to get the word out if I can, if I can, I try, you know, if I can do it and uh, that's what happened. That's how I got started. So, and uh, you know, one th you mentioned being 46 and, and with me being 37, my upbringing was very much the same. Like you didn't, you just didn't know anyone that was in, a similar situation. I think I knew of maybe one other kid in my school that had CP mm -hmm. and, and their situation was much different than mine. And I, I saw this yesterday where somebody put a question out and, and this, as I've been in the online communities has kind of been a, a big thing that people want to ask about is, you know, dating and CP and like, they're like, how do you navigate? How do you do all this? And, um, you know, with, with the topic itself, and I've, I've had some folks before and we've ended up talking about it, but it, it was, I was like, you know what, nice because I, I was, I was a teenager when I was a teenager was like when AOL was really starting to take right. off. And I figured out like, this was my way to be social because for the first time in my life, I could, you know, be at my keyboard. I could be comfortable. I could take as long, as much time as I needed to respond but I could actually get to know people without, you know, me walking into a room was, was CP. So, but that was something that I kind of figured on my own. I wasn't part of any like CP chat rooms or anything like that. And I actually got involved with, uh, with Zachary Fennell, who does uh, a CP, CP chat now on Tuesdays on Twitter, mm -hmm. which honestly, for me, like, the, it's so rapid fire. And I'm like, I'm, a, I'm very slow at, at text reply anyway. And that's, that's another reason I do so many voice memos and videos is like, it takes me a long time to text. Um, thinking about this, like, it's so nice now, because 
these these folks that are you know 10 15 years younger than i am are coming up with this stuff and it's it's what they know but i i do know some folks that that are kind of within our age range and it's just a completely different experience and, and we're fortunate enough to have the ability to connect with folks now when we're relatively young i know some days it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> but you know we we and that's that's what i i it's exactly what you're saying you know you you figure out some information you you see how something can really really benefit and you just want to spread the awareness of it now the rhizotomy surgery actually was something that was brought up to my mom i want to say when i was probably about nine or ten years old and and i wasn't involved that much in the in the decision process i mean she was just kind of like giving me some be and ultimately we wound up not doing it but i was it was crazy because when i was watching your video on the whole thing i was like i've and you know probably 30 some odd years and it was just it was bringing me back and just seeing what it did for you like it's it's remarkable wow wow and it's 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 remarkable that you heard about it so long ago and yet i never did you know there's there's the spectrum of of those stories and thank you for watching you know my journey and and because of me being so open and sharing my story i've had people email me from all over the world saying that they found my story because i i got it published on huff post because i figured i needed a place that had a big reach because you know I, i can't reach people you know you know thousands of people or whatever and I found a way to get published with them, and as they say, you know, the rest is history. And it's what is it now? Six years now, and I mean, every once in a while, I still get somebody, you know, sending me a message or thanking me. And I, I actually have friends that I made because adults who found that yeah. article, they had the surgery because of me, and now we're friends. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and, and when you really think about this, I mean, especially with that, so you, you have this surgery that is life-changing, and they, they didn't even know about it until they read your story. It's wild. And like, yeah, I mean, and, and I, there's things where you're like, okay, like, what, what is it, you know, people, because we all, we all, I think it's really, you know, kind of, we're, we're just kind of taking inventory of our life, and you're like, well, what is it that I actually have had people have this type of experience because they saw your story i mean it's it's just it really does speak to the good that can come out of of the way communication and technology is now now um because i i do know I, I know of a few folks that that have blogs and that have uh tried to get pieces published and obviously no two ex- experiences are going to be the same but how did how did everything go with huff post how did that <laughs> Well, I told you a little bit of the story. It's actually a great story. I was mm-hmm. years ago, maybe seven years ago or whenever, whatever time it was, I happened to be visiting my brother in Kansas City. And I was always thinking about starting a blog, but I didn't really know how or, you know, I mean, when, you, when you're trying to figure something out and you're like, should I do this or not, which is what I'm thinking about a podcast. I've been thinking about doing my own podcast for like three years, but I was – I'm kind of not sure of a couple of things, but you introduced me to this app. So now I have to kind of check that out because I think it might work for me. But I went to the mm-hmm. library and I, I 
checked out a book about HuffPost and their bloggers. And I was like, oh, I'd, you know, really like to write for them. And at that time, I'm trying to think, I don't know if at that time I was aware of the surgery. It might have been six months before or, you know, I, I forget the time frame. But once once I knew that I had something that, you know, people need to be aware of this, I tried to get a published by that or get into at the time it was their contributor network. They don't have that anymore. And I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Like I would try to send them pictures, you know, they give you, you know, you can send them an email and nothing was happening. So I don't Oops. give up very easily. <laughs> Anybody who happens to listen to this and if they know me, they'll, they'll agree with me. They know. I just said to myself one day, I said, you know what? You just need to go to the top of the chain because what you're doing is not getting you anywhere. And Ariana Huffington created the Huffington Post. So I literally went on Facebook and sent her a message. And she responded and I cried because I didn't think in a million years that she would respond to me. And I told her, uh, oh, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I did. I think I did have the surgery at that time because I told her, I read this, the book about them and I want to be, you know, published. I have a story that, you know, whatever. And she said, yes, we'd love to have you. And boom. That's, that's crazy. (laughs) I mean, so one, the the fact that she even responded like that's uh, because, and I, that's the thing too, is that, you know, a lot of times you're going to, and, and you've mentioned that you, you have sent thousands of emails and it's a numbers game with all of this stuff. So you really don't ex- you never really expect a response, but I mean, every time that you open your inbox and you see a response, or in this case, you got a notification from her on I, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it's that, that's, yeah, it's, that's. I distinctly it's, remember it's, that literally. I cried. I cried because yeah. I knew, I knew. And I, and I always say to people, I didn't know, I couldn't project what would happen with, with the article, you know, getting published by them. I, I always would say, even if 50 people see it, that's 50 more people that may never know, or they didn't know about the surgery for, for their child or for themselves. And then, you know, it just took on a life of its own. So I have anybody that listens to this podcast regularly knows where I'm going to go next. And that is, yeah, you should I be worried? (laughs) No, you shouldn't be worried at all because you have, you have the ability to do a podcast. And one thing you told me as we're preparing for this is you're like, I'm really good at, at, and you, you have this story, you have these pieces that you've written, you have other interests besides just being a CP advocate and you, you, you have so much that you can put out. And with podcasting, we're at a really interesting time because even though podcasts have been around forever, they're just now becoming where people can consume are, are like regular people, like just everyday people are consuming. It's not necessarily the trendy thing to listen to podcasts anymore. It's becoming really, really yes. normal. And even someone doesn't listen to podcasts they probably have either an itunes or a spotify account and that's the cool thing about this anchor app because all we're doing is having a conversation on our phone but anchor is owned by spotify and they actually have up with itunes 
So you could actually go out now and just start. It, it, it's it's a pretty intuitive app once you've used it for you know maybe thirty to sixty minutes. You'll you'll get the hang on how to do it. It's it's actually very easy. But then you just you start recording episodes, and just like you've gone through, it hit home for me that lets me know that you know you you really get how this works. It's not about the vanity metrics of having tons of people listening. It's if I can reach one or two people, um, you know, or a handful of people, I could reference. And you already have the yeah. content because you're a writer. And, you know, I, I can already tell with somebody being a creative person, you can just look at the world through your perspective and you can share your thoughts. And I think one thing that, and this is like, CP community is there's a lot of folks that are that have grown up with social media so a lot of these you know 30 and, and under but they don't really there's not that much of a of, there's not that many voices of folks that were you know trying to go through this stuff before the internet and mm, you know okay. we're all still here we're all still yep. <laughs> living life we're all still doing our thing and you know the other thing that you brought up which is has been the case of anyone I know that that is cp that is is really you know making waves and and whether it's blogging or social media content or podcasting you don't give up and that's something that's kind of built in you know just from you know the the just what life is thrown thrown mm-hmm. at you and and i think yeah if you're interested in podcasting my goodness it's something that you could really pick up if you're interested in it. that's what i always tell people but yeah i mean you you absolutely could be doing this Thank you, and I, I look forward to – I've been meaning to ask you, but I've been so busy, and I mean I have a microphone that I bought three years ago. I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out – not GarageBand, but the other software. I can't think of the name, but you know you know what it is because it's, it's like they're two of the free ones. I just can't think of the name. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I was trying to figure it out, and I, I just got you know stuck, and I just then my mom passed away and you know so a bunch of stuff but it's never left my mind because i i was a toastmaster for almost 10 years i gave so many speeches and got to so many different levels and speaking is just an innate ability that i have so a podcast is just it's like a no brainer yeah. for me and i basically was doing that on my what cerebral palsy looks like facebook page i was just doing facebook live so i i, I was already doing it so yeah, I'll have to see what what happens, you know, with the with the anchor app. Yeah, I, I mean, in this, yeah, it's it's just it's another way of communicating, and you know, it, if you've been doing Facebook Live, you can definitely do this. I mean, it's just it's a matter of organizing your thoughts. Now, one thing I will say because I also thing when I was thinking about podcasts is I'm like, okay, how do I do it? How do I, what is an RSS feed? How do I set this up? Right. What equipment do I need? Like I was getting way in over my head with more things than what I ever think about. And then I actually heard about this app probably a good year or so. Really? Where? How did you? Well, so from a, from a marketing standpoint, uh, well, really the guy that really changed everything for me was Gary Vaynerchuk. And the, are you familiar with his stuff at all? No. Is he a podcaster too? He's, he does. He's on Instagram and he's, it's at Gary V E E. 
Now, the one thing I will tell he's he is very straightforward and very cool, but he is also 42 years old from like 42, 43 from New Jersey. And <laughs> language is, is a little telling you straight. Sometimes. He's yeah. going to tell you straight. <laughs> yeah, he'll tell he'll tell you straight. But it's, it's very practical stuff. And what what really happened for me is like I I started because I was going to be I was going to be a blogger. OK, I had never share my story you still can if you well, want oh, i don't mean to interrupt I've, you but you know that I've right got, yeah and i've got much easier now as far as as far as that but i i went and i remember we we were on vacation um you know uh, six or seven years ago with my wife and i'm like i need to share we, we were going to do like a lifestyle blog is what we wanted to do and you know i came back i'm like all right i'll talk about the fitness stuff so I had my WordPress site and I had all these, these books about like, you know, how to, you know, j- just basically how to be a writer. And I signed up for all these newsletters and I had like, I had all this stuff. And, but what it would, would do is I would just get into my head. Like I would write a paragraph or two and then, you know, delete it and start over. And mm-hmm. then I had all these drafts like so, for topics, but nothing ever got got finished and then so i heard about the podcast and i downloaded the app and i i played around with it um there's actually a podcast that i tried to do on soundcloud probably a few years before i even tried to do anything with anchor but it was kind of the same thing like it wasn't there was no production to it it was me recording my thoughts and putting them out but i just like i just said you get busy and you, you don't get into it and then one day I did an episode and then I try, I had actually recorded some voice memos and put them up on my website for your level of fitness and got into this app and I did one podcast episode and then that was January of 2018. And then I just, for six weeks, I sat on it because nothing, same things were creeping in. Like I was getting into my head and you know, what, how am I going to yeah. sound and, and what I ended up who's going to listen to me exactly, and where am I going to get <laughs> exactly. So like what ended up happening was I just made a deal with myself is that every day I'm going to put out one episode. I don't care if it's two minutes long. I don't care. If wow. It's, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah. But, wow. but like I was looking at it almost like a social media. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So it was like, basically what is it that I would write? And, and, but the thing is, is if I'm just recording my thoughts, something that might take me 10 or 15 minutes to put together written, I could just say, and then, um, so, but then I got the biggest thing that helped me was not just recording, but I was like, I am not going to listen to myself on playback. And <laughs> I do, I, I, I went the absolute opposite way. And, you know, when I put stuff out, some episodes actually, you know, resonate but there've been, there's definitely been times where I thought the content was really, really good and it was great and nothing happened from it. And there's been other times where I'm like, this is complete, you know, th- this isn't good. And people have messaged me and they're just like, thank you. This is exactly what I needed to hear. So, um, but it's, it, it's something where it, it's kind of that thing that if you're a content creator, you, you familiar, but I, I can tell you, man, with your background, I mean, being a Toastmaster and everything, you're going to, you'll do, I mean, it's just another way for you to get your message out. And I like the, I like the connection aspect. It's more personal. And like I said, Mm -hmm. in the beginning of our conversation, 
we're getting away from that. And, you know, I mean, I love technology as much as the next person, but I, re- I really want to connect with people. And that's yeah, that's just a great way to do it. Yeah, and, and this, when you say it being more personal, this is even more personal because typically when somebody's listening, they're either in their car, you know, driving wherever, or they might even just be chilling out at home or at work with their earbuds yeah. in. I mean, it is. But I mean, you're listening, what like I meant is you're listening to a personal conversation between two people. You know, it really gives exactly. you the opportunity to, to delve into something as little or as much as you want, whereas it's not quick a sound bite all the time you know life life isn't always about sound bites i think you know people forget about that where you know oh everyone just wants to watch videos and they have to be five seconds long no there are some people that if if you're talking about something that they're interested in you're going to hold their interest and they're going to see that you getting more in depth into something there's there's advantages to that now of course there's times when all of us, we, we don't have that much time or we don't want to take that much time, but to have the option is really nice. Yeah, and, and you know, that's that's something we'll always will debate because, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, this podcast is, is too long. But, but I'll tell you, I mean, you're, again, this this is something where it is, it's, it's quality over quantity mm-hmm. with the people that are listening and you really will, I mean, people start to, to root for you, mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the things, and it's funny, I didn't even talk to you about this because I knew that our conversation would go longer, but something that I do that's kind of to get folks, you know, warmed up to podcasting sooner than, you know, quickly is I do these tenant episodes just called, they're called Resilient AF, mm-hmm. and it's just where somebody comes on and, and wherever their story starts, jump in with it, and then they go, and then, you know, after that, for them, they're like, wow, it was 15 minutes and I just talked and shared my story and they, the nervousness goes right. away. And then for, and for people that are listening, like a lot of times they've never come into contact with this person. It was just enough for them to get invested. And then they end up, you know, DMing on Instagram and, and, you know, building actual conversations. Yeah. Out yeah because most so, people, the, the, Biggest fear is is the fear of public speaking. Now, podcasts, you're not standing in front of people, but for a lot of people, it's the same thing. If they're not confident mm-hmm. in that area, it's it could be nerve-wracking for them to, oh, I'm going to talk to somebody. What am I going to say? What are they going to ask me or, or whatever? So that's a really good strategy to get them in a situation where they're feeling at ease and then you, they feel more comfortable and you, you go on to different things in the conversation. Well, and, and, and you, you build, know, you build trust thing, too. You, you, re- you really do. And I think again, when you're looking at people that are listening, it's, it's much like if you have, if you started recording podcast episodes and you were then going on Facebook or going to the people that you've emailed, people that you're connected with and just saying, Hey, you know, I started a podcast, you know, would you mind checking? If they say, yeah, awesome, then you just say, okay, do you listen on, do you listen to things on iTunes or do you prefer Spotify? They tell you which one, and then you send them the link. And that's how you, you start the listener base. But to anybody that's done, um, you know, that's, that's done Toastmaster working events, it's basically like 
I mean, 17 listeners on a podcast, if you were at a speaking event, especially when you're first starting out, and you had 17 people in a room listening to what you you wouldn't be like, oh, I, I wish there was, you know, 45 people here or 150. You'd be like, I can't, I'm just thankful that these people showed up. <laughs> and it's just all in how you look at it. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing so, because, because my club, we had like 30 people every week. We had a big club, but I know, I yeah. know what you mean exactly. <laughs> so, but I, I have a, you know, and here's a funny thing as far as public speaking. Now, being seasoned at that and being, you know, pretty comfortable doing it. Do you still have those moments where you're up there talking and then you like, you realize that all eyeballs are on you and you're just kind of like, Oh, well, I haven't then... done it in, in a while, but there was one time when I actually tripped because my, my shoe caught the like carpet and I was talking about Oprah and how, I don't know. I forget if like how inspirational she is or something. And I just said, well, like Oprah would say, if you fall, you get back up. Or I did one of those things. Somebody came and helped me. But in my head, I was thinking, oh, my God, there's the door. I can just go right out. <laughs> you know, I can just walk right out. Like, that's what was going on inside. But I just I just kept my calm and cool. And somebody blended their arm and, and you know, got make sure I got back up. I And then I just kept going. Yeah. And and. And that's some. I think with CP, I, I think everybody like we fall regularly. I don't. And I don't. Like, it was just no, don't? no. I don't. It was just my my shoe because I when I did give speeches, it was a thing of mine, and they evaluate you. And I did not move very much. I didn't move around because mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't my thing. It, it's it wasn't going to work. Of me, you know what I mean? Like it just. I, I was more comfortable staying stationary. You know, in one spot. And this particular time, maybe I would take, you know, one step forward at one point or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my shoe just like caught the top, the carpet, like the part, the front of it. So, yeah, I, I never was one who tripped, but and this time I did and I had to be in front of a room full of, <laughs> of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, and and I'll t- like the first the first time I did speaking, I tried to. Of course, like when you walk into a room, like I would try to straighten up like I was going to be able to hide it or something. Um, <laughs> but I but I really quickly, I mean, like after my 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 set, just I started requesting a stool and like I would sit there and give my talks and, and I would tell people. Up, it's when I'm really animated because I do talk with my hands and stuff, too. Amazing. But yeah, I, I got to the point because like um you know, if I'm standing there and I would try to move, like, you know, the, the nerves. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, like, in my head, I was calm. Right. But my body, exactly. as you know, your body and mind aren't always doing right. the same thing. Right, right. So, yeah, so, yeah, but no, it was like, but I just, um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying on that. I mean, what, usually you, you would have it positioned to where you weren't moving as much, but. Well, how did this still work out? Because I've, I've actually never seen anybody do you know do that so did did you like that how how it worked out is somebody asks me and i've i've done my public i have done of probably 12 public speaking engagements 10 of which were kind of like a series that i did and that was my first because i'd never really done any public speaking i was on linkedin and somebody 
health for health and fitness stuff, she needed somebody to come in and do lunch and learn so they could get points. Insurance. So I said that I would do 10 of them for this County. And I would do, it was, it was five. Uh, I, we go up there for uh, five different days. I would do a workshop, two workshops. And this was basically me figuring out how to do Oh my gosh. No pressure. Well, but what was funny, and this is, it's kind of silly saying, well, it might be bad saying it now, but kind of funny, but I'm like, okay, this place, I live on the South side of in the South. So these were, this was probably an hour North of the city. So I'm like, if this goes really well, awesome. But if it doesn't go well, they're not going to see me. Ever again, so it's cool. <laughs> um, but the, but the stool, I'll tell you, like, it's, it's all about just how you're, what's the expectations that you're putting out there. I've years, I finally became comfortable with, with my CP and wanted to actually weave it in as part of my story. And that was part of the thing with the blog too, is I, I felt like I should be an advocate for this, but I wasn't like, I, part of the time I wasn't ready to do it. So I was kind of in and out with it. But I will tell you, and, and where the stools come in is if I'm just like, all right, I will, first thing I say is, and, and I, I will get up in front of them and they see me walk to the front of the room. So like they see this whole thing and then I sit down and then I just, I, I start making eye contact and I smile and I say, all right, you know, here's what we're going to talk about today. I am going to be sitting in the stool. I said, but I am pretty animated. So, you know, if you see me jump up, what I'm about to say is going to be really important. And usually I'll kind of smile when I say that, but it's, right. it's just setting, it's setting. the Yeah. Tone. Right. And when you doing that, like you just, you call it out and, and you own yep, it. And exactly. I've just, yeah. I mean, I found by doing that, that it was, that it was really, I mean, it was, it was. So Wait, how, well, you brought up a, go a good point when you said that you felt like you should be advocating. And that's, I always tell people, do what you want to do. Like people see what I'm doing and they're like, some people, Oh, I can't do that. You don't have to. I, I, I'm getting the whole country to light up for world cerebral palsy day, but that doesn't mean that's what somebody else has to do. That's just what was a passion of mine. Something I just, I don't even know what I was. (laughs) I didn't even, it just, it wasn't an idea that I even had to, to get all 50 States. It just snowballed because I, I just started having such success with it that, you know, it just ended up working. And it's, it's an insurmountable amount of work. People have absolutely no idea what's, what it entails. But when people talk about being advocates and whatever disability they may have, just because someone has a disability, they don't have to advocate for it if, if that's not something that they want to do. So if anybody feels like, you know, oh, they see their friend doing something and, and they think, oh, well, you know, maybe I should get out there. Not everybody. It's not their cup of tea, you know. I think I think they should advocate for themselves. Like if they need, you know, medical care or whatever, just anybody should, whether you have a disability or not. You really have to be your own, you know, best advocate. Yeah, I, and, and I think – I think you, if you're comfortable enough to do it, and like you said, if you want to put yourself out there, you can. And what, what ended up doing it for me is I started doing the, the videos online. And what was, what was odd is, is you can see people's facial expressions. And I started to see the difference in the facial expressions 
that I was getting when I can, you know, prop up my phone, not, I can make it to where my hand isn't shaking as much. And people are just looking at me if they, they look at anyone. And when I first saw that compared to how they looked at me in day-to-day life, at first I was like, I don't want to put this out there, you know, because I've, I've dealt with this for over 30 years of my life. But then after a while, I was like, you know what, I've fortunate enough because of the situation that I'm in and because of like we've said, EP is going to be different. Mine just happens to work well enough. I mean, I can, I can say and do whatever it is that I want. Yeah. And then it was getting from that point to it it would be nice for me to do it, to be like, you know what? I've got a story to, to share. I've met some pretty awesome people. And I think there's some ways where not only I can share my story, but kind of what you and I are doing here. And as the wheels are turning in my head that I can collaborate with in the future. So I, and yeah, that's so how win, I win. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's, that's exactly, I, you're right. You know, you shouldn't, you certainly have to be comfortable in, in your own skin and want to do it because like you like you've been saying i mean you're going to reach out to a lot of people which aren't going to respond and you really you know you're going to have those moments where you're like doing this and it has to be something that you're really interested in doing otherwise you're just going to get yeah just like just like what you talk about with fitness and exercise i mean it's the long haul and 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 i'll tell you most people they do not have the type of determination that I have. Most people would send one email, maybe two, to the same person I'm talking about. They wouldn't go back five and six times. I do. That's how – how do you think I get results? I don't, ha- I don't have a team of people. Nobody's paying me. I don't have sponsors. I, I, you know, it's just me sitting in my you – know, I'm sitting on my couch just going to work. How do you stay on top of that? Oh my God, Daryl! I ha- I did this for people who don't know. March twenty fifth is National Cerebral Palsy Awareness Day, and March is Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. So I did this in March as well. So I'm doing the same thing in s- seven months in between between each other. So twice in a year. Mm-hmm. I, I will have once hopefully all these ladies go through on Sunday and, and there's a there's the first one is tonight at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. So I, I, we have somebody on Instagram who you might also know, Briella and me, her daughter has cerebral palsy and she's going to the lighting and they made a sign and it, it just looks beautiful. But anyway, when I started this in, well, I started it a year ago now. I started last October for March and everything snowballed that I had 30 states signed on with the, within the first 30 days. So when that happened, I said, uh, wait a second, the universe is really supporting this. I think there's something happening here. And I didn't know what I was doing. I had no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just kept trying, you know, and I, I had to make a spreadsheet because I was like, I can't write, all this stuff down. How am I going to remember who said yes or who's telling me to contact them in two months or, or five months or it, yeah, it was, yeah, there, there's, that's how I started in the beginning. And I mean, I still, I'm still sitting here while I'm talking to you. I mean, I've got notes here. I've got my press release. I've got, you know, notes of who I'm supposed to follow up with. I mean, it's, 
it's a lot. Yeah, and I, I saw when you were telling me about the press releases, I smiled too because you're like, I've been sending these since three thirty. So <laughs> you, how how often are you doing these uh, these marathon work days like this? Well, because because World CP Day is on Sunday, it's crunch time now. Unfortunately, I don't know anyone in the media, so I have to do everything myself, and it doesn't mean I I'm gonna reach anybody. I, I mean, I just send it, but chances are, you know, nothing's going to happen. I mean, it did get picked up on, I think, in at least two states in March. It was on the news, which I was very happy about in Rhode Island because my brother called the station and they called me and they actually brought him in the studio the next day. There was a whole story behind that because the bridge was supposed to light up, but it didn't light up because they were going to go do a live story. So because there was a glitch in the system, they were very kind. The Pawtucket Bridge in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I'm probably saying Pawtucket wrong. I forget how they say it. But forgive me if anybody from Rhode Island is listening. <laughs> um, yeah. they, they lit it up for the entire five days after that because of the glitch. So, And I actually got a message from somebody saying a picture with her daughter. She said, oh, my daughter was sick. And because they extended the time of the lighting, the days of the lighting, she was able to take her. But um, – I do this practically every day. It's hours every day. I mean, there are times when I'm not, I don't do anything or I say, well, you know, I just can't write another email or whatever. But the thing is, I do more work following up on people than I do actually getting the initial confirmation. Yeah. And and that's, that's what, I mean, I have to sometimes email people five and six times. People who already know me, like they already, it's not a cold email. They've, you know, we've been through this before and, and that happened actually today with, with the very, with the very big arena that I, uh, you know, it was just kind of like, come on, you know, why do I have to keep emailing people, you know, but that's what you, that's what you have to do. And and in fact, with the Little Caesars Arena, I, I've been in communication with them for a year and they, they just said, yes, like two, last week, because they were trying to do it for March and that didn't work out. And then Michigan was the last state that I needed and it wasn't looking good. And they, they said yes. And I cried with that one too. Cause I, I didn't think, I didn't think that was going to happen. Initially they said no, because the red wings, the hockey team, they have a game Sunday yeah. night. So I said, well, what about an alternate date? And because I, I give people opportunities. I don't just, you know, if people don't offer things, I ask, cause if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And that happened with the right. Superdome in New Orleans. They initially told me no because it's game day. But I said, do you have another date available? And because I asked, I have two arenas that I wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, well, and, and, and a couple of things. Uh, one, you're, you're absolutely right. If you, if you don't ask, you're, you're not going to get it. And I think something that doesn't matter how compelling your story is, um, if you're not doing follow-up and you're not do- persistent about it, because I mean, people, exactly. it's not like people, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like people are knowingly just, you know, blowing you off. It's that they're busy. So you probably will get, I'm sure people when they finally confirmed have you were staying on top of it because they just have so much going on. Um, but the other thing that you mentioned that there are times where you take breaks. And I think that's very important too. 
really. It's very easy once you have a, a cause that you're going to get behind to say, I'm going to do this. And then you start working those really long hours and those days start stacking and those weeks. And then, you know, but you still need to take a break too. And I think it takes a certain amount of. I'm not very good at that. I mean, only because to do something that I've done, which is something that no one has ever done. I'm the first person to accomplish getting um, a lighting in all 50. It was 48 in March because two fell through. But I had confirmations for for one lighting, uh, at least one lighting in all 50 states. And for cerebral palsy, one person has never accomplished that. There are people who do other advocates out there and they do great work and they get buildings to light up and congratulations to them. But my campaign is specific because I'm the first person to get the entire country to light up and I'm not with a foundation. I don't have a nonprofit. I'm really a nobody. Uh, and I say that lovingly to myself. I'm not putting myself down, but I'm not a celebrity. You know, I have, I don't have any experience in, in, you know, formal mark so you know but but yeah i mean i i probably should take more breaks than i do but the flip side of that daryl is if i took breaks how do you think this stuff's gonna get done (laughs) because you know people say to me oh you know yeah like if i say oh i I can't find something in this state and oh but keep keep trying i'm thinking i'm pretty much tapped man you know i mean i guess i'm gonna keep trying but it's it's and they're really nice, it's, you know, friends who encourage me and everything. But sometimes it's like, I don't care. It's not in my control anyway. What's going to happen is going to happen. I mean, I've done everything that I could possibly do. Like right now, North Dakota is at a big zero. And But somebody, speaking of social media and people connecting, a very nice woman, before you called me, she messaged me and said, I think I found a place. I saw your message and I live in North Dakota and my daughter has CP and so I'm waiting to see if something, you know, comes through with that. And I told her, I said, I will give you credit and, you know, everything. Uh, but how nice it, for people to do that, to recognize they they can see how, how hard I'm working. Yeah. And, you know, they, they want to help out. And pe- people can, World CP Day, you can help out. You can do whatever you want in your community. You can wear green. There's a, a worldcpday.org. They have a move as one campaign so sunday at 1 p.m wherever you live in whatever country you live in what the time zone that that's yours they are encouraging everybody to to just move do some type of exercise whatever you like to do um for i think they're saying a half hour but it could could just be whatever you want and people are going to post you know their their pictures and maybe maybe videos or whatever and and just try to encourage people that way and of course tag world cp day and move is one and and also world cp day they created a map based on what i'm doing on their website that anybody in any country like you you live in kentucky right if you got a lighting in kentucky you could go to their map and you would submit all the details and then once they checked it out that it's for real, your lighting would would appear on their map. So if somebody went there and said, "Oh well, I live in Kentucky. I, I want to see if some you know a place is lighting in Kentucky," your lighting would come up on there with your information and you know the details. And so they they created it because of of what I did. And now 
uh, you know, other countries. There's, there's so, I think the United States, we're, we're behind. We're behind. That's, that's yes. why I took it upon myself to try to do, to do some of this. I didn't think it was going to work. You know, I just thought, hey, I'll just try and see what happens. But that's, that kind of stuff doesn't phase me. You know, if, if, if some, someone says no, I move, I move on to the next, the next one. And if something's not working, well, then I adjust and, you know, try something else. But I'm pretty savvy with this kind of stuff in terms of, thank goodness I'm a very good communicator, you know, <laughs> communicating with as many people as I do, it, it, it helps, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I, I have credibility, I feel, when I write to them and say, well, I had, you know, I had already done it. I mean, my first lighting, the only one I ever had was October 6, 2018 for World CP Day 2018. So I only, I went from one to over a hundred. Yeah. And you, and that's where, you know, when we're talking about the taking breaks. I, I think even though I know you're not going to, well, I'm almost willing to bet you're not going to slow down, but as you continue momentum on this, you know, you, you will be able to take the breaks that you need, but again, call me on well, Monday and I'll be like, Daryl, I'm not doing a single thing. <laughs> Cause the thing <laughs> is the reason why particularly right now, the reason why I'm yeah. doing this, Daryl, is because cerebral palsy has been in the shadows for far too long. It's ridiculous. Yes. I'm just I know I can talk to you straight because you also have cerebral palsy. I I've been mm-hmm. published in Huffington Post. I've been published by the Mighty. Yahoo just picked up my latest article. MSN just picked it up. It, it's uh it's for the Mighty and they picked it up. It's why you should go green on World CP Day. And the reason why I'm getting all these lettings is because I can write a blog every day of the week on my website. No one's going to see it. It's not going to reach people where it would get attention. But lighting up buildings, lighting up Little Caesars Arena, lighting up the Superdome, lighting up registered landmarks, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we're talking about in cities all across the country – that's that's got to get attention because I don't know what else to do to get a, to get attention where the media would recognize our disability because they'll announce what, what today is National Taco Day. So, OK, they're going to announce National Taco Day. They're going to announce National Kale Day and all these other days. But every time March comes around, I sit in front of my TV and I watch, you know, my local news and I'm like, please, just just one. I just want to hear Every year it goes by, comes and goes, and nothing ha- nothing happens and nobody announces it. And I just, I don't understand. I mean, if, if it was a rare disability, I, I could understand more. But it is the most common physical disability in childhood. So uh, the, the fact that we're, we're just ignored, I mean, we are. And the media needs to do a better job. I've written about that as well. So I decided to take a different approach and do... I knew I knew I would have to do something big because, unfortunately, <laughs> to get the media's attention, you know, it's got to be, you know, I mean, there are there is value in the small story. There's a lot of people around this country doing great work, caregivers. I was one for my mother, whatever, whatever it is, you know, first responders. We can you and I can both name people, but, yes. you know, it can get overlooked because. 
the news cycle is so saturated and it just goes by at such a rapid pace that I said to myself, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and keep writing? I'll, I'll keep writing blog posts, obviously, because I enjoy that. And that's what I do. But I was looking to make a real change because... Hello? Okay, well, Nicole... Nicole, are you there? I you're kind of breaking up. Yeah, but I'm here. Okay. Okay. Yes, it's it's official. We've now had the anchor app drop our. Call, <laughs> I've heard so you mention that before. So, so I've been I've been initialized. <laughs> yes, you've well, and and you know what? Because I I think look, you started this last year. You had one lighting, and like you said, over a hundred. Now you've been building a ton of momentum. And this is the not so secret part of our community, which is we're not, I'm here for a disability that's in the shadows. And I've never really been able to figure out why. Um, I think a lot of us kind of scratch our heads like, look, you know, it's, (laughs) there are a lot of people that, that have CP. It's like, how do we get, how do we get attention? And, you know, my thought when we're talking about, March to October, and then you've got September, September in there as well. But I mean, how do we, how do we bridge the gap throughout the year? Because it's not like, um, you know, cause that, that's always the thing that my wife and I say on like world CP day, ironically, we forgot about it or CP awareness day. It's like, how do we, we need to raise awareness throughout the year. I think that, you know, the lightings are, are a great springboard to do that. Um, I think the way that it has to go now is getting a bunch of folks that are as, as invested in spreading the awareness and wanting to spread the awareness. And this gets back to what we were talking about, people that were, you know, that are willing to share their story. Right, right. Getting everybody together and just really blitzing everything because especially once you become an adult with cp you you really i mean you're you're really kind of looked at cold and you know i i think that's that's the next step on the that i i mean that that was to me right off the bat it was like i love that this is happening and it's like what what can be done to about the year i'm i'm willing to to do anything I can to help you get the word and, and participate in this. And when you were saying, cause you know, you were talking about Facebook live and you said that I could come on and do a live with you. We can do all kinds of lives. We can do all kinds of podcasts. We can do all kinds of message campaigns because it's one thing, you know, that that's the, that's what we have the power of doing now is you could say, well, I'm frustrated that nobody really pays attention to our situation you now have the ability to message Ariana Huffington. And, you know, um, I mentioned Gary Vee before. There's a guy, uh, uh, Bo, a guy on a podcast with, right? Well, you listen to the ones that yeah. Bo and I do. Yeah, listen to He one. tweeted him. I want to meet, you know, like, I want to meet you face-to-face and shake your hand. He flew him up to New York, and he got to spend a day with his content creation. That's awesome. That rarely happens. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you that. It, it does. It, it does rarely happen. But I think is is you have the 
opportunity. Now, it's not always get in Huffington Post, tweet somebody and have a meeting. But right. what it wouldn't, is going to be. Wouldn't it be nice? Us. But I know exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's like I say in, in you know. My campaign is a grassroots campaign. It started organically, just like what you're talking about, what you do with your podcast. And it's it's something that has to spread and people have to have to want to participate. You know, people people like to see somebody who's winning. Okay, people like to see somebody who's, hey, we're going to this person's working hard, but very few people want to get in there with you. They Mm want to say, hey, we're going to clap for you. But there's a lot of people, and a lot of people sometimes, you know, they'll say, oh, here, I've, people have given me, have you contacted this place or whatever. But there's some people who they'll just say, oh, well, here, in case you want another lighting in this place. And I'll say, free, feel free to contact them. I don't, I don't yeah. own getting buildings to light up. I don't, if you decided you were going to get one. I'm not going to be mad at you because that's what you did. I'm going to be like, hey, Daryl, that's great. There's one, you know, there's one yeah. more wherever you live. It, it's not, I, I'm within the structure of my own campaign. That's my own thing. But I'm always telling people, go to your, you know, if you have a child and they're in school, see if they'll make an announcement. Like my brother, I don't know if you saw it, but he's a high school teacher and I posted it. They, they have this, t- like, basically a television studio. I haven't been to it, but they let him make an announcement about World CP Day. They put my picture, I gave him, provided him with information on the screen with the link so that people, if they want to, go to my website, nicolawongo.com, click on Go Green for CP, and they can check to see if there's a lighting where they live if they want to go to one and take a selfie, wear green, and send it to me, and tell it spreads because I, I, this is a collaborative effort. I want people to be a part of it because the fun part of it for me, because I'm alone basically all the time. So the fun part of it for me is to see people go where I can't go. I, I don't have a community where, you know, I, there's lightings where I live, but my brother, we're going to go to one, but I don't have a community where I can say, hey, let's go to these three lightings and they make it a group thing. But by people all over the country, getting behind it that's what's fun for me so we can get it it's not just the lightings it's it's getting awareness it's it's getting the message out any way that that we can right uh but yeah you make a good point you're not it's not like else go and, and getting a light lighting coordinated and stepping on your toes you're just you're well to I, I have been bullied by another by another funny <laughs> yeah i've been bullied there's you know like yeah, because I got a, a pretty a substantial lighting here, and they were upset about it because that particular place has lit up for them for the past three years, and they bullied me about it. And it was like, you've got to be kidding me. I, I just happened to get to them sooner. It's not – there's I, – I, I, I was – I didn't even know that they, they've lit up for them before, but that's how it works. It's not – it's first come, first serve basis. It's not – you know, I wasn't trying to do anything – to get back at anybody or anything. I was just, you know, doing what I was trying to do. So, yeah, but you, but what you're saying about raising awareness in different ways. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you're doing it on your podcast because you have CP. So whenever you do talk about how that relates to your fitness and 
training and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's raising awareness too. But are you talking about something on a grander scheme? I'm I'm talking about where people can just like basically where I and and I get like all the stuff that that I put out, all the stuff that other people put out. We are changing the perception of what having cp looks like you know that's my hashtag that i created what cp looks like (laughs) i do i do um but like i i just i feel like we could be i just feel like we could be better organized with it i think you've got a lot of from a intensity like regimented you do in the short term i don't think there's as we definitely could use as many people like you as could get but I good think there luck. are quite a few. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I know. think I think you're few... I think you're one, but you know. <laughs> well, it's it's something it's something where like there's a lot of people I think that are that are frustrated by the lack of awareness that we actually have. But what do you think? And... I, I need to interrupt you because you said something that I but yeah. I when you said to me you can't figure it out. I can't figure it out either. The only the only thing I could come up with is we're not cute little kids anymore, so they don't cover adults. But even when they cover kids, and I've written about this too, they always use the word suffer 99% of the time in the description of the person. And I wrote an article about it because it was it was making me mad. If somebody has CP and they feel that they suffer and they want the reporter to, to describe them that way, that's fine. But to, to, to just make it a automated description that it's like a cut and paste thing. Oh, we have a story about cerebral palsy. His name's Daryl. So Daryl suffers. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think it's part in how it's described. Um, one thing that I can't, um, you know, like I, I've, even, I've even seen people use illness. I, I've, I've seen it described as an illness. Before. I've seen disease. And, yeah. Oh, but I but I didn't no, I didn't yeah. say anything because it was somebody there they approached their community and they're very nice and they they posted about it on social media right. asking people are going to put green light bulbs in their porches so that's another idea for people a simple idea if they want to yeah. take part you know it doesn't have to be anything big but the they posted and they were like oh we're supporting World CP Day and they put something about disease and I didn't call them on it because that's just not. You no, could, you 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 don't call them, but you probably. I would have winced when I read that. I would have been like, oh, I, I no. actually like. I don't think I caught it at first because I was just happy for the person that she she was happy because sure. she was like, oh, you inspired me, and I can't believe my tiny little town. You know, they're gonna do this, and then people were posting on my post congratulating her, saying, hey, if you guys this need an idea, you know, this is what this person did. And a couple people were like, well, it's not a disease. I said, no, it's not. But that's why raising awareness is important education you know and awareness that's that's the reason why you know we're if we want to do some of this stuff and it and it is it's exactly what you and i've seen you post about this and i don't i don't think i haven't read that article but it is the hey look you know it, it's one thing when we're cute little kids and we're being <laughs> supported by the walkers and the glasses because our eyes aren't working Properly. We've got these really thick glasses that are like, too big for our head, and we look really cute. We're the cute little kid. Yeah. It's another thing when we're the adult that's that's been you 
trying to compensate for this for years and we're you know we're moving about life the way that we the do. only way we can and, figure out and we can't get physical therapy doctors don't they don't know anything right. about cp they have no idea what to do with us and we're kind of just like what is it flailing you know birds flapping yeah. wings yeah. <laughs> flailing in the wind i mean it's it's ridiculous i mean we've it's it's not like we're we're living in you know some remote area and when, and we don't have the resources and we don't have the knowledge it's there but it's i think the attention is just it's just i just want cerebral palsy to have a seat at the disability table that's all i want like it's october right yeah. we all know what october is right because every year every place that you can think of they go pink and i think it's wonderful and they should keep doing that but why can't they also go green? Why can't they also go purple? Like for other, you know, whatever disabilities there are. I mean, you, you just just give us a chance is, is what I kind of don't understand. I And I think the way that we do this and it's it's is we just we not only share the stories, but we figure out how we can get the stories in front of of other folks. And I yeah. told you this and I, and this is my thing from marketing. I will tell people exactly what it is that I'm going to do. So if you're listening to this and you came to this through a Facebook, ad, this was actually targeted this to people that are either that have an interest in CP work for United CP, a couple other worldwide CP organizations, and also happen to have a spot, have an interest in Spotify. Okay. So we can, yeah, I mean, we can actually. You can target put your audience, is what you're saying. We can. We can. And see, the, the nice thing is, we're not selling anything. We're, we're trying to just get awareness. Right. So the fact that anyone is, is still listening to this when we're over in our podcast, we've got people's investment on a number of different things that we couldn't have had before. So, I, and I really do, and, and this will give you from a mentality standpoint, kind of where my head's at along with where your head's at my whole thing with your level like the people focus on the scale i i think it's something that they don't have control over and it makes them really you know really crappy about what's going on right so let's focus on the things with our yep i literally believe because weight watchers has convinced a lot of people that instead of looking at the nutrition labels on the side of a food package and, and making a choice off that that you have to look at this points algorithm that they change every couple of years if they can convince millions of people that they can add a, a food lay or they can have to look at some special algorithm i enough of the people in the weight loss community to start focusing on other things besides that stupid scale <laughs> so when we talk about changing you know spreading awareness and changing perspective this is what i mean as far as as being more organized. And this is when you really start to scratch the surface on, um, on, on what is possible as far as, as spreading awareness, this, this is what it's like. And, and I want the same thing you do. We're not trying to be like, like we just, we want, we want a seat at the table. I think that's a great. Yeah. Way to put it. I, I mean, I don't know if you've looked at any of my Facebook live videos, but if you ever get a chance to, you're really going to enjoy them because I'm talking to people who have cerebral palsy and either they're an expert in their field or, or, you know, I had a Paralympian, Ryan Ragu, he's, he's a trailblazer. 
and and we have real conversations like you and I, but there's an aspect of whatever they're talking about, how it relates to people with CP. Like you mentioned dating. My friend Kathy O'Connell, she teaches dating workshops specifically for people with disabilities. She also has CP. And her I interviewed her and I wrote a blog post about her. And she uses her personal story because she struggled for decades trying to come to terms with her disability and once she accepted herself she then was able to find a husband and now they they have a child and you know but she and she also wrote a book and she's just a great person but there those are examples of I said you know like I haven't when you come on I don't I haven't done one of those and it might be a year I've lost track and somebody who said to me well yeah you know you haven't done one and I go well you know, my mom died. And plus, I'm not the type of person, I'm not going to get on Facebook Live if if I don't have something to talk about. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not just going to be like, well, you know, let me just mumble and have people sit there. Yeah. Yeah. I have to have a guest. I, I prepare. You know, it has to be something I think people are going to be interested in. And I have make it, in, you know, make it interesting and that, you know, otherwise I'm going to sit on it. Until I find someone like you who I say, well, here, here's a guy who people are going to want to hear the story. So I think, and see, we're going to, you know, this from the media stuff that you've done, this is going to be the teaser for the next bit of content that we do. You and I will absolutely book that Facebook live. And yeah, whenever, however much time you need to prepare, we, we can do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. And by the way, it doesn't have to be like, I know, you know, sometimes if you don't, I know you don't you don't talk about your story, but uh, so I I was thinking you know if you you're obviously going to talk about your level of fitness, but you know it's up to you of what you what you want to share. But obviously, I would like you to relate you know so, to CP if you're yeah. comfortable. But talking to you, I can see that I didn't know you wanted to re- do more in the space of raising awareness. So you know so. what it's well I I mean because it's it's part of, I mean, it's part of who I am. Now, the thing that's been really nice and with my podcast, like I didn't do a CP podcast until like episode 125. And, <laughs> wow. you, know, yeah, and you so, have I mean, over was, 700 now, right? I, I do. Congratulations. So do I. So do I. What's that? So do I. So do you? Awesome. <laughs> um, but you know, like I just, I, it's, it's all connected. And, and one of the biggest things that we talk, you know, that, that comes up in health and fit, because a lot of times people really need to have perspective on, on, you know, what they've already accomplished and how lucky they are. But my, my whole thing, and you know, you, if you listen to the, the podcast episode that Kelly and I did, like everything for me is a bonus. I mean, my, with my parents and my brother being born the same way that I was and, you know, oh, yeah. after a couple of days, like that's, oh, I'm sorry. I know. Well, no, I, I, I mean, heard that. Yeah. But it's, it's like on one sense, it, just, it really lights your, like you, you just on it. And one thing I didn't say to <laughs> my, as a child, the only thing I wanted in life was to meet my brother. Like, Aww. yeah, but I, and, and I've never, I've never shared this, but I used to tell nope. my mom, like, I can't, I go to heaven so I could beat my brother. Like that was, 
that well, was I'm honored favorite. that you're sharing that with me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but, and the reason like it's just puts things into, into perspective. So yes, I absolutely. When we do the live. I can tie everything back to CP because I feel the same. Perfect. Way you do. Yeah. I mean, I, do you, do you, do you know that the first article that was ever, I ever got published was for the mighty and it was, it talked about the four words, uh, you a disability. I'm messing up the title, but four words no disabled person ever wants to hear. Do you want to take a crack at it? <laughs> what are the four? Well, what are the four words? Because I would probably butcher them. You do so well. Has anybody ever said that to you? Oh no! Well, the, well, I've heard that, and my my all time favorite. I don't even notice that you're disabled <laughs> oh i'm sorry but i don't yeah. oh and the thing is like i told the story people could go on the mighty and, and read it i it, i think yeah. it's been liked by five thousand people that might be one of the more popular ones that i did but any not that that means it's be- yeah. better but it's it's uh, to give an example that they can reach people you know i ne- i always struggled with how to take that because people mean well because this people would say this to me at the gym yeah that i'm working out with them and they would say and they're nice people and they would say that and i go well why shouldn't i do well yeah i i mean i i'm very lucky i can walk there's a lot of people with cp that can't walk so they wouldn't be able to do the group classes that i that i was in so when people would say you do so well i'm like well what am i supposed to do not, I mean, it was kind of a struggle. So that was the idea for that, you know, particular article. And, you know, I think I ended it by saying, you know, I hope that one day we get to a place where th- that's not what we're saying. You know, it's not you do yeah. so well. It's, you know, you're just looked at for what you, what you do or, you know, how you move through the world or give back or whatever. I- but. I will say, because we had a, a number of come in for the Flying Pig this past year, and these are people that met strictly through, and there was, I mean, and I did the 10K, and I was. I was you did a 10K? Whoa, I congratulations. I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. But see, what I did is, like, towards the end, um, I just, like, I was really, and I was really just taking it all in i'm like one i'm like i'm never doing this distance again. <laughs> i don't know how you did it i wouldn't be yeah. able to do it <laughs> yeah and then but like but i crossed the, crossed the finish line all of our all of our people were waiting for me and when we like because we met up the night before and for many of these folks like this person we met face to face there wasn't any like there wasn't any of that like oh you know like, because I wasn't just the person in front of them was CP. Like, I was Daryl from Instagram. And, you know. Right. That's that's one thing social media does allow us. Now, it's it's fun because we're a personal trainer now, too. So, but, like, when right. people see me in, in, yeah, I still get the looks. I still get the comments. And, I mean, like, again, you, you none of this, when you hear it, you've heard it all hundreds of times before. So you kind of like you know how to respond to it, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I want to but, get to a. Place. But it's but but I'm trying I'm trying to I don't even know how to put it. Maybe gently nudge people in another direction. Yeah. You know, like for example, one of my neighbors. I was telling her, 
I have a select comfort bed, one of those beds where you you change the the softness or firmness of the bed. Yeah. And there you you can unzip the entire bed and all the the materials are inside the bed. And I had to change change all that out and and I had to they shipped me stuff and I had to do it and it was a little it was strenuous cuz some of it the boxes are big or whatever and she goes you can't do that. Why, did, why didn't you call me? I said, and I repeated it to her like two or three times. I said, I did do it. I didn't need your help. If I needed your help, I would have called you. And I, I don't like people, uh, how do you say, supposing on me what I can and can't do. If I can't do something, I'm going to tell you. But if I just told you I did it, why are you then telling me I couldn't do it if it's finished and I did it? Yeah, and and I think... I really do think the more that this actually spreads and it can spread, you're going to have more people that see you for what it is that you're doing and not for. And she, yeah, well, yeah, 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 that, that, well, she's of a very older generation. So she, yeah, I mean, I think with, with what we're trying to do, we, we have a good chance of of that and that, and that's why I created what CP looks like because how many times again, if you tell somebody you have cerebral palsy, chances are if they if they never met you and then they meet you in person, they're probably shocked because you're not in a wheelchair. Yeah. You you speak very well. There there's several w- things that they might think. <laughs> they 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 go through the mental checklist of what it should. Yeah. Be like. So yeah. so they yeah. they they lump us all in one quack category, and that's what was starting to happen. Where that's why, and I didn't create what TP looks like. That was on a whim. There was somebody yeah. else in the CP community who also works out, and he he was doing push-ups in, in a YouTube video. And I said, "Well, okay, I'm gonna, I'll do a plank for you." And then I literally was like on the ground, like doing this plank, trying to videotape myself, going, "Well, how am I supposed to do this?" And the 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 it popped into my head. I go, "Well, what CP looks like? We're not all the same." And people think people they just. Because the information's not out there, they just think we're all either in a wheelchair or we're I don't know, there's 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 nothing in the middle. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. It, it is you know, and it's funny because it is hard to verbalize it. <laughs> I know exactly what you it's like it, it's like like, like a, you, like you, like scale. you're you're a trainer. I bet you people think, Well, you get how 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 can you do that? How you know Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. And, and and I've had people say to me, you know, I've heard you could do and then I saw you and then I didn't believe you could do what I was right. told you could do, but you've right. won me over. And I'm like, how, what, what, like, okay. So, you know, but no, I, I, I totally get it. I, I, I do. And, and I think, you know, we just, I mean, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have lasted as long as you have and have a career and you have your certifications and everything else that you right. have. I don't, I don't know everything cause I, I haven't known you that long, but I hope I have right. the pleasure of getting to know you better. You can't do everything you're doing. If, if no. you don't know what you're doing, I mean, exactly. <laughs> you just can't, you can't fake, you can't fake yeah. being a personal trainer. I mean, it's come true. on, man. <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, I mean, it's, you know, we, I think how it works is we try to change people's perspective. We try to do it one at a time and we like you've done with lighting and we hope that it snowballs. And I think, yeah, and I think it that, just, that, and that's why having you on 
and you, like you have other people on that. That's that's why I, I haven't done it as much lately because I'm focusing on the campaign. But for people who don't know me, I have a what CP looks like Facebook page. I have a verified Facebook Facebook page with the blue check mark. And I have Go Green for CP. So on the What CP Looks Like page, that's where I posted your video shortly after I met you. And you posted your very first video of uh, you You were talking a little bit about on the post about workout and, and CP. And yep. you said, you know, that was the very first time. And I mean, I love that video. So I was like, hey, this would be perfect to put on my page. And so I did. And that's that's where the page grew at, where I wanted to to just share stories they, they're not all mine but, you know whether it's from the internet or people that i know and articles that are written or whatever you know just positive yeah. po- positive they're shining a light on people with cp showing the amazing people that we are we do amazing things and it doesn't ha- you don't have to write be a blogger you don't have to light up bill- it, it does it, it's we do a little bit of everything you can find artists speakers you know, fit. You're a fitness trainer. I'm a writer. We know Olympic athletes. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, something tells me. Well, I know you and I are going to be doing a lot of stuff here in the future because I, I think with with CP awareness, I think we want a lot of the same things. Um, I know now because I, I've been getting the I've been getting the glare. From, um, oh, go yes, but. But before I head off to do that, Nicole, what's, where's the best place for folks to get in touch with you that are listening to this? NicoleLuongo.com, N-I-C-O-L-E-L-U-O-N-G as in George O. And they'll find all my social media, you know, um, where I am on social media. And I'm at what CP looks like on Instagram. So they can find me there. And truthfully, if you Google, Google me, you'll – You'll find, you know, if you, if you can't remember, you just Google me, but I'm sure you'll send me a link and then you'll put something, I don't, in the post or whatever you share and then I'll share, share that out. So whatever you need to do. I'll put your, I'll definitely put your website in the show notes here. And then on Instagram, you're pretty, I mean, you're pretty responsive to direct message. So if somebody wants to message you, reach out that way. Sure. Just don't be a creepy guy sending me a Yeah. yeah, if there's any creeps that heard the beginning of this and were like, oh, yeah, that, that was a clean, legit video and you're going to be some kind of McNasty, don't do that. Yeah, don't do so, so, yeah, but that's – and that is what CP looks like on Instagram. So, yes, send Nicole an appropriate message. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but, yes, but, yes, no, you, I, I, this this has been a, a great – this is really our intro conversation, like actual con- But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for hopping on with me here today. And we'll do it again real soon, okay? Thank you. And if anybody goes to any of the lightings, please tag me, take a picture, take a selfie. Let's have fun with it and show the world what CP looks like. Thanks, Daryl. Thanks, Nicole. Talk to you soon. Bye.